Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Yep. We are the podcast that breaks down some of the best and worst movies you can find on streaming services. Yep. You can find us anywhere on the web, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and also uh, Twitter uh, at Breakdown from the Couch. That's all you got to do. Also, uh, check us out at ageofradio.org. Uh, you'll, you should be able to find our sponsors uh, also on that page. Perfect. Yeah. So this week we are breaking down Jurassic World, Yay. which has me really stoked because I love this movie. Right. So you can find this on Google Play for rent or purchase or on Netflix if you have a subscription. Yay. So first impressions. I mean, I liked it. I oh, thought, yeah, I, I would say that out of all of the sequels, it's definitely the best one. Right. I mean, the original to me will always be the best. But that's because you can't top an original. Exactly, but for a se- for a sequel, this one was definitely the best. Absolutely, and I mentioned to you this to you before. Mm-hmm. It's awesome because it's the same movie, but they threw a bunch of extra spice in it and lit it up. Right, which is why it makes it such a good movie. And this is one I actually do go back and reach for over yeah. and over again. Nice, yeah. So, with this on IMDb, it says a new theme park built on the original site of Jurassic Park creates a genetically modified hybrid dinosaur, the Indominus Rex, which escapes containment and goes on a killing spree. Nice. Sounds like a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. Like, could have named it the Dahmer Rex. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, when we actually get into it, it starts off with just two eggs hatching. Yep. With kind of an ominous overtone to the music. Yeah. I love it because you see, like, the eye. Yeah, just the The one eye. The creepy looking. claw. Yeah. And then, of course, it jumps straight to, like, the bird. Yeah. It kind of throws it back to that whole, uh, from the original, um, instead of the meteorite, mm-hmm. uh, Samuel's character is convinced that they just evolved into birds. Right. At some point. So, it kind of throw. that's the first throwback I picked up on. Yeah. And then we also meet uh, Zach and Gray. Yep. Which are the two kids that are packed up and they're getting ready to go to Jurassic World. Right. And we find out a little bit of backstory that mm-hmm. their aunt is the one who actually runs uh, the park, basically. Exactly. Um, the mom the mom and dad are uh, sending the kids away for mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, we get into it some more later, but you can tell that there's issues for sure yeah, between the they're parents. they're just not... They're very tense. on the same page and things aren't really, like, yeah. smooth. What I thought was weird is, like, okay, were they sending them away at Christmas to this? Because... I don't think it was at Christmas. It might have been part of, like, winter holiday. Okay. But I don't think they would have sent them someplace else to have an actual, like, Christmas holiday away from home. Yeah. But there's definitely snow everywhere, so right. they're going from... Snow and cold winter to like I think it's coast- tropical. I want to say it was Costa Rica was where the original Jurassic Park was, but whatever. I don't know. It's definitely I a tropical goes, climate. Yeah, it though. goes to from cold to tropical. But we find out that you know, yeah, that the younger mm-hmm. boy is obsessed with dinosaurs and science. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, pumped that, you exactly. know, that they're going. And then you have the older kid who's, of course, a moody teenager. Exactly. I don't really want to go, whatever. Yeah, and he's, Zach is definitely your typical yeah. teenager, but Graham is also kind of the genius. Gray. Gray, sorry. I've got Graham written all over my notes. Yeah. But Gray is, like, the genius side of So I almost right. feel like the reason Zach has such that moody angst teenage quality right is because 
Gray probably gets more of the attention because he's like the genius. Yeah, probably. So I think that's got something to do with how they kind of at least start interacting in this movie. I love it though whenever they're like leaving and you know his girlfriend, the girlfriend. yeah, <laughs> his girlfriend is there and you know, oh, you know, text me, write me, blah blah blah. I don't and, want to forget what you look like. Yeah, and the dad oh, is like, yeah. yeah, you're not going off to war, just, you know, get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love how they even though you can tell the parents are at odds, when they turn around and they look at Zach and they're like, "Are you going to be okay?" Yeah. Like they're, they're giving, him, giving crap. him so much crap. I yep. loved it. Exactly. So, they get to the airport. Yep. You know, Mom is, like, handing Zach the tickets right. because he's supposed to be the responsible yeah. older brother. take care of your brother. Exactly. Um, and, and make sure any time that, you know... Any, I call. I call. Answer. answer. Yep. And so, yeah, so they get on the plane mm-hmm. and head off. And then it shows Mom and Dad. And this is where he really, yeah. like, solidifies that they're not quite on the same page. Yeah. Because he says something about so much for a last family breakfast. Right, right. Which kind of tells you right then and there, when the kids get home, chances are Dad's stuff is going to be yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, because she was like, well, why do you have to say stuff like that? Like, right. Which I give her props for. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a douche thing to say <laughs> exactly. anyway. Um, so then it kind of goes into the journey mm-hmm. where they're, like, on you know, the boat and the ferry and they're riding over and grandma's wanting to know how heavy the island is. Yeah. And, you know, do you know how much food it takes to feed all these dinosaurs or those dinosaurs? And of course, Zach has no interest. It's like, I He's don't care. He's watching all the other teenage girls yeah, on the ship. exactly. Which is basically all he does for like the first half of this movie right. is stare at teenage girls, which he's yeah, a teenage boy. So exactly. it makes sense. I, have we met um, Claire yet? No, Not because yet. the first person we kind of meet up with is Zara. Oh, that's right. The boys meet her first. She's Claire's assistant. Right, and she's going to be the one. thankless job. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you got to watch after these two kids all you know, exactly. in this park. Exactly, and she's probably never had to worry about it before. No. So Zara, the assistant, is the one who picks him up, right. and she drives him basically into the hotel, but mm-hmm. as they're going through everything... You're seeing what they've created as the park. Right. Which is where the first real spice hits that I was talking about. Yeah. Because now we've got, like, spinning dinosaur eggs and petting zoos. Yeah. And, like, uh, exhibitions where they're, like, feeding the T-Rex in front of everybody. Yeah. Still the goat, by the way. Yeah. Poor goats. Yeah. But it's basically Disney World, but dinosaurs. They've kind of blown this thing up. You know what I wonder? I wonder if this were a real park, do you think that they'd have to, everybody would have to like sign a waiver? Yes. <laughs> it's not like going to the zoo. Well, I, yeah. I don't know because you go to the zoo, you don't have to sign anything. Yeah. But it's also like inherent. You know that if you go to the zoo yeah. and you get hurt, you're responsible right. for it. Exactly. So I kind of wonder if, it, if dinosaurs, you know, were real right now, if, you know, they would make them sign it. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's a really good question. It might be, like, a disclaimer printed on the back of the yeah, ticket or something. maybe. You know, you might get eaten. Yeah. Not, it's not our fault. It's not our problem. Um, now, from here, we meet Claire, but she's not with the boys yet. Right. She's meeting the investors. Yeah. So, she's going over, like, this is so-and-so. This guy's got bad hair. This woman deserves better. I'm Claire. It's like... Yeah, it was weird. Why do you have to remind yourself of who Yeah. You yeah. You should probably know who you are. Exactly. Uh, so, she's walking them through, and it's kind of laying more of that groundwork, and it's filling a lot of the gaps. Right. Because, it's, you know, we've learned so much about gene splicing and all of this and all of that. Yep. And people want more thrilling dinosaurs, and we couldn't find one, so we just made one. Right. 
And, and I believe we meet one of the scientists, which he was in the original. In the original Dr. Wu. Yep. He was in the original. I he was him the mad scientist. Yeah. Well, because in the original one, he had explained that, that they had done it so that all of the... Um, all of the dinosaurs were female, and then so we, that they couldn't breed, right? And then, of course, we found out later, like, no, that they wasn't the case. <laughs> what I noticed from the first Jurassic Park to this one, because this one is set twenty-two years later, right? He's kind of like in the first one, he was kind of like a cool, exciting young yeah. scientist, yeah, really just wanted to be on the cutting edge. And this one, he's developed that god complex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I mean, in twenty-two years, he's gone from like a young budding, right. Not a do-gooder, but, like, just excited about yeah. the stuff to somebody who's just jacking around because he can't. Right. So, um, after we meet him and the investors, we also meet Larry. And I can't yeah. remember the woman's character. I can't either. The I tech. Can't, yeah. Um, but Larry cracks me up. Yeah. He's, like, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. He's not a main character. He's almost... The Jeff Goldblum-esque of this whole situation. Oh, yeah. Because he kind of provides that comic relief. So I love him to death. And then we jump to meeting Mr. Mizrani, Mm -hmm. who is basically... He's the boss. Yeah. When John died, he said, this is my baby. Make it happen. Take care of it. This is my dying wish. Right. So that's why uh, Mizrani took over. Yeah. And I love it because, you know, he shows up and he's, you know, flying the helicopter. And she was like iffy about it exactly because she was not even licensed yet yeah he's like oh i i'm you know i think he said like a few hours or two days or yeah something like that that, where he still had to get his flight time right and Mm -hmm. so you could tell though he wasn't that great of a helicopter pilot no (laughs) (laughs) not at all but he shows up because verizon wireless is sponsoring the indominus rex which that does sound stupid it sounds exactly like what would happen yeah you've got at&t stadium in dallas i mean exactly well and that's what that's what the one character was talking about exactly which was kind of poking fun at that hubris that people tend to have yeah you know what is it uh Tostita Dawn or, uh, yeah. you know, just make uh, Pepsi something or other. Like, he was just making fun of it. Yeah. Um, but Claire is basically taking Ms. Ronnie to see the new dinosaur that Verizon Wireless is now sponsoring. Right. So that they can kind of, like, lock everything in place because it's going to go up in three weeks. Yeah. The zip is going to be open. Right. So, we find out she's laying more of the groundwork. This dinosaur has, like, figured out where the food comes from, so it's attacking people whenever they try to feed it. Yeah. It's figured out, you know, it's going to try and break the glass. Like, it's already trying to escape. Right. And there's also, well, no, I don't think that's happened yet. Never mind. The claw marks? Yeah. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, But when they do see it, it's white. Yeah. He makes the comment that it was white. Yeah. And you can tell... This thing makes Claire uncomfortable. Well, I think it makes him uncomfortable, too. Mm-hmm. Once he found out what, what he was going on. It, I think he was more of, like, in awe. Yeah. And I think he was also kind of seeing dollar signs. Yeah, well, of course. Because he's a businessman. Let's yeah. be real. So you make that kind of money, you have to have a certain personality. Right. So he was kind of in awe of it, and it scared him a little. And mm-hmm. I think that's when he kind of heard the cha-ching. Yeah. You know? And then... He decides that he wants Owen right. to look at the paddock to make sure it's secure because Owen runs the um, the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. Yep. 
former Navy, you know, SEAL guy or whatever. Exactly. And, you know, you could tell she's not excited at all about having to talk to Ellen. Exactly. So, and we find out more about why that is. (laughs) (laughs) Later, yeah. Yeah. So, then we see Claire Mm -hmm. driving down to Owens, and they're having a chat. Apparently, they'd gone on a date. It did not go well. Right. And so, they kind of do that, you know, biting back and forth at each other. Wait, have we... Did we skip over the part where he was... Introduces uh, him in the Raptors? Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Um, So, basically, you see he's up on the catwalk above the Mm -hmm. Raptor enclosure. Right. And he's, like, leading them around with the clicker, which you used to train a dog. I was thinking seals. It was almost like he was trying to train seals. A little bit, yeah. You know. But he had, like, the clicker. Yeah. Clicky, clicky, clicky. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um... And, you know, they do their little exercise. He throws them rats to eat. Right. And then, you know, everything's fine and dandy, and we meet this guy called Hodgkins. Yeah. He's the he's the guy that you know from the moment he walks on the screen. He's at some bad. point, he's getting eaten. Oh, yeah. That like, he's, he's one of those characters. That he's not a, a good guy. Right. He's a douche. Yeah. Um, he's, like, part of the villain compound, but this guy's he's going to be dead by the end of the movie. Right. So this guy's going on about how... Um, you know, you can control the raptors. These are the next thing in weapons technology. Right. And Chris Pratt and his assistant, the black young man, is like, mm, no. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing it because it's not going to work. Right. But this Hodgkins is just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Yeah. And you can tell this guy is not used to hearing no. Mm-hmm. And he is utterly convinced that this is the way to go. Yeah. But, um... Owen puts his foot down. He's like, There's, it's not happening. We're yeah. not doing a field test, which is what the guy was wanting. Yeah. And then a guy actually falls into the raptor. The pig got loose, which yep. is what they were using to kind of bait the raptors in the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah, the young guy throws the catch pole down into the pen because he's thinking he's going to catch the pig. Mm-hmm. He ends up being pulled into the pen. Right. And then from there, he's... Um, Oh, what's his name? Chris Pratt's character is... Owen. Yeah, Owen is trying to make sure that the raptors don't eat this kid. Yeah. Basically. I would have been pissing my pants. Yeah. Well, and so he's able to, you know, get it so that the kid can run off. Exactly. And And you see Owen, like, you know, hands out. And, of course, that's what created that meme of, like, the mom when you have three kids Kids, and is, like, surrounded by raptors. Yeah. Um... I love how he was like, so, you know, didn't you wonder why this job was available? Is what I he know, tells that I one love guy. that. <laughs> um, he's like, you're new here. And he's like, don't turn your back on the cage. Right. Yeah. All of that good stuff. He's yeah. like telling this kid, I would have quit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, done. Have fun, guys. I'm yep. Out. Yep. Um, but the bottom line is he, instead of being up on the gang walk, the gangplank, mm-hmm. he was in the enclosure, which gets Hodgkin's attention because yeah. he can control them from the ground right. is what he sees. Right. So that gets his feather back up and he's trying to figure out how he can maneuver things to where he wants them. Right. Then we have Claire and Owen having that lovely the, conversation. Yeah, exactly. Where we find out they used to, they went on a date, never had another one. Mm-hmm. And she basically says, you're only, I'm only here because you have to check out the paddock. Right. So, he changes, I guess. Yeah. They end up meeting there, and he's walking around, he's asking questions. Uh Uh-huh. And it's, you know, this dinosaur you find out has been raised in isolation. Mm -hmm. There's no siblings. The only positive 
the only positive relationship is with a crane. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, but it's just a dinosaur. It's It's basically her attitude. (laughs) I know, but it's like, come on now. And he's like, no, animals raised in isolation don't do well. Right. And she tries to compare it to the raptors, but then he says, you know, the raptors have siblings. They have social skills. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody who, like, was, like, homeschooled their whole life and was, like, an only child and never really left the bubble. Right. You talk to them as adults, and they're just a little off. (laughs) Nice. That's kind of what I compare this dinosaur Sorry to. Sorry to all of you that might have been homeschooled no, and I mean, only if child. You, if you've <laughs> developed your social skills, great. But you, we've all met that one kid that you can tell is just yeah. not had a lot of interaction with other peers their age. Yeah, that's true. So, um, they suddenly start looking for the dinosaur on the computer. Right. They can't find they it. They can't the find it. is not registering anything. And then that's whenever he notices the claw marks. And he's like, were these here before? Because... Which slips them into a panic. Yeah. Because they can't find the dinosaur. It looks like it clawed itself all the way up and over the wall. Right. Which, if it was there that morning... Yeah. And the, if you go to, like, outside the paddock later in the movie, you see all this equipment and all these people. Mm-hmm. If it had climbed over the fence and I would like, think somebody would have said something. <laughs> yeah. Hole number one. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. it's the movies. What it can is. we do? So then it spins everybody into a panic. Right. They can't find the deadly dinosaur, which we now know is, like, raised in isolation mm-hmm. and not meant for the world. Right. So Claire gets in a Jeep and rushes back to the command center. Yep. While Owen and one of the gentlemen who run the paddock yeah. are inside the enclosure because they're trying to figure out what happened. Unlike me, I'm not going in there. Oh, me neither. Yeah, no. I don't care what the computer says. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, so that's just it. So she gets to the command center. And she calls Larry. Yep. Find me the Indominus. It's out. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not her computer chip thing. It's in the enclosure. Yeah, it's in the enclosure. So that's whenever she has to call Owen and tells him, hey, you know. It's still there. It's still there. So at that point, they run as fast as they can. And one dude doesn't make it. It's practically a red shirt from Star Trek. Yeah, you know anyone wearing a jumpsuit is done. Right. Well, and so um, Owen ends up hiding under one of the jeeps or whatever. Yeah. When they finally make it out, and the the dinosaur basically busts out behind him. Well, and he knows like he has to be as quiet as possible, kind of like with the whole T Rex thing in the first one. Right. So. You know, stay still, and he ends up cutting. It looked like the gas line. It was a fuel line. Yeah, because he was trying to cover his smell. Smell, right? Hole number two. Oh God! You can't walk around with gasoline on clothes like that because <laughs> it actually causes chemical reactions on your skin. Really? And it can actually burn you just by having it on. Oh, that makes sense. So, huh. okay. but hey, let's say that he <laughs> he got back to the place and like threw a new shirt on. Uh huh. Let's just go with that. Okay. Um. Basically, this is where the dinosaur busts out. Yeah. It destroys the crane, which was its only positive relationship. Well, okay, Because wait. it eats the dude that was hiding in front of the crane. Okay, but has Claire seen the kids yet? No. Like, she hasn't? She, this is not, like, in her realm right now. She's in a panic trying to contain the dinosaur. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Owen does the oil gas trick, and the dinosaur leaves mm-hmm. him behind. Right. Now, at this point... Claire's in the office, and Mizrani is, this is where you kind of see his businessman come out, because they're talking about ACU, which is Assessment Containment Unit, Uh and he wants them to bring it in without alerting any of the guests, without causing a panic. Right. Because if that happens, the park is done. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, 
he's sending them out to go take care of that stuff. And then we go into Hodgkins again, mm-hmm. brings up this wolf puppy story to yeah. uh, Owen's assistant who works with the Raptors. Right. Which is creepy as hell. If I didn't like this guy before, I really don't <laughs> like him now. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, she bit my wife when she came at me with a steak knife. First off, why is your wife coming at you with a steak knife? Yeah. And if she's to that behavior, why is she still your wife? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anywho, and the guy's like, oh, did you put it down? He's like, no, I bought it a steak. I'm like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, okay. no. Yeah, let's just go with that. But it it really goes back to that hubris that's present in every Jurassic Park movie. Right. You know? People, we're at the top of the food chain because we're smarter than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But there's still those occasions where even we get eaten. Oh, yeah. I mean, go look at the surfers that, yeah. you know, get eaten by great ways all the time. Right. So it kind of wraps up that aspect because he's like, nose to nose with the raptors. He's enraptured by the raptors, of course. Yeah. Um, and it cuts to Zach and Gray. Right. They're on, I call this the divorce train. Yeah. <laughs> because it's this so is true. where Greg is really upset. Yeah, he cries. And exactly. Zach basically is trying to be like, well, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll get, get two of everything. everything and, and that just makes it worse. Yeah, because Greg's like, I don't want two of everything. Yeah. I just want mom and dad to be happy and together. Exactly. And what a lot of people realize is people with really high IQ mm-hmm. have really low EQ a lot of the times. So. Huh. So, like, their emotional development isn't yeah. quite on par with everybody else. So, it's kind of a juvenile reaction to that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I can see but why. But still, it would be upsetting yeah. no matter how old they are. Yeah, exactly. Because even Zach is like, oh, damn. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. Um, so, they talk about that. And at this point, Zach is still kind of being a jerk. He is, for sure. Yeah. And still, he doesn't want to be there. Exactly. Um, now. What goes into it next is it cuts back to Claire in the office. Yeah. And it is the containment unit is trying to, they're like closing in on the dinosaur. Yeah. And Owen shows up and he's like, what do you mean you're using non-lethals? Right. You've got like a 50 caliber, put it in a helicopter, take this thing out. It's going to kill somebody. And of course he's thinking, you know, the one guy's thinking business wise that, you know, oh, well we can't do that. Exactly. What do you say? There's like. 20 million or something like that sunk into the dinosaur. Yeah, something like that. It was like a crazy amount. Right. And I thought there was a real irony in another throwback moment because Claire looks at him and says, you're not in control here. Right. And I find that really ironic because that's what John Hammond had to learn in the first one. That's you true. can't control this stuff. Exactly. And Claire's on the track to learn the exact same lesson. Yeah, that's true. So they, the containment unit catches up with the tracker, turns out the dinosaur has clawed it out of its back. Right. Which means she was smart enough to remember where they put it in in the first place. Yeah, which that's what scares Owen to death. Well, that's what Owen said was yeah. that she remembered where they put it. Uh, and then she basically just destroys yeah this team the containment unit. Yep. Nobody makes it out, and I thought they did it in a really cool way. Yeah, where like each time somebody died, you see like their heart flatline on yeah. a screen where everybody's being monitored. Right, and you know by the end of it, when everybody's dead, it's just like this really grim image of what this thing is capable of. Right. So from there, it jumps to the hamster ball. Yeah. <laughs> ride. <laughs> yep. Um, not a Disney ride I can really compare it to. I don't really have anything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but basically, the boys are 
in what's going to, I call it the herd arena. Yeah. Because it's like all herbivores. They all kind of hang out together. Nobody mm-hmm. really fights with each other. Right. Between these different species, as long well, as there's plenty of food to go around. That's just it. They're plant eaters. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, would they really pack together like that? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, dinosaurs are dinosaurs. And you see, <laughs> Graham kind of gets it back on Zach. Gray. Gray, yes. Gray kind of gets back on Zach because Zach, once again, is staring at the chicks. Mm-hmm. He's... What do you think is going to happen just by staring at them? Yeah. And he says it, like, really it's loud. It's like, thanks, man. Really obnoxiously. Yeah. And then they get on their ride. Yeah. Well, as soon as they drive off, they close the ride. Yeah. So. I love how it's, like, a punk teenager that's running the ride. Come on, guys. I just work I here. I just work here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, one of those underpaid, underappreciated type people. Oh, for sure. But that's just it. So they're riding around in this hamster ball. It actually, before we get into that, it cuts back to the mad doctor again. Oh, it does? And he's having a conversation with Ms. Ronnie. Because mm-hmm. remember, Owen said, you need to have a word with your guys in the lab. Right. Because there's no, why, they were wondering why did the dinosaur camouflage itself whenever it was attacking. It didn't just camouflage itself. Yeah. It hid itself from the thermo readers. Right. Which would have said where, where the dinosaur was right. in the enclosure. And... It's scaring the crap out of Owen. Well, yeah. So he's like, you need to have a word with your guys in the lab. So that's where Ms. Ronnie goes, and yeah. he talks to Dr. Wu. And Dr. Wu basically said, you wanted a cooler, creepier dinosaur, so I made you one. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad that it's got this high aggression, high predator drive when that's what you wanted. Yep. Which is, he's right. Yeah. And then Ms. This Ronnie, is what of you course, wanted, is saying, so. yeah, uh, we're done participating you're basically going to be out of a job yeah is what he breaks down for that guy then it jumps back into the hamster ball yeah with the jimmy fallon video yeah which was cute i thought that was adorable because <laughs> um, i don't like jimmy fallon anyway and i think at this point though this is where zach is starting to realize like wow this is cool yeah they've you know? seen the mimosasaur and that was kind of cool yeah and then he kind of sunk back to a sullen thing and then they get in this ride and they're yeah. like right next to the dinosaurs yeah like the dinosaurs are running by and mm-hmm. you get to see them and they like when they start took off really fast it made the dinosaurs kind of take off yeah. really fast and run they're so all majestic af he's kind of letting go of that like angry teenager vibe right. and he's kind of enjoying himself yeah and then they get the warning that you need to return uh, back. You know, the ride is closed. The ride is return. closed. Return. Yeah. And so, of course, being the teenager that he is, it's like, well, let's just ignore it. And, you know, we'll just stay out a few more minutes. Yeah. I think is what that he says. kind of thing. And, you know, they'd kind of go on their merry way and they're still going. So you can right. kind of see Zach kind of opening up to Gray, too. Yeah. So this is where we go back to Claire. Mm-hmm. And. She's actually watching a teleprompter that's not a teleprompter, but like a surveillance monitor of a mom finding her lost little girl. Yeah. That's when she's like, oh, shit, my nephews are here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like in all the panic, she forgot they were even there because she saw them for like two minutes and then gave them to her assistant. Right. So she tries to call them back. She has Larry look at where they are. Right. And they, she finds out that yes, they're in the hamster yeah, ball out in the field. And he said, we're in the hamster ball. She goes to Larry. Where is it? Yeah. And he said, it's still out in the field. Yeah. So she tries to call, but because of the hamster ball, he can't get a uh, signal. She can't. Yeah. He can't hear her telling him like to it's return. an emergency. Yeah. Come, come back. back. And it just kind of cuts out. So then she looks at a different surveillance video 
It's the one of the lab where Owen's trying to get in because he wants to know what this dinosaur is made of. Right. So she runs straight to him and it kind of enrolls him into her rescue mission. Yep. But she couldn't tell him how old her nephews were. That was so funny. He's <laughs> like, you don't know how old your nephews are? Like, yeah. really? She's like, one is like high school and she's like gesturing yeah. to somebody taller than her. And she's like, the other one's like here. And like, like gesturing like a little shorter is like lady really. Well, because I like whenever like they first met with her and he, she's like, gosh, you know, I, I haven't seen you in Three, a... Three, four, and Zach's like, like seven, seven years. years. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they end up embarking out on their rescue mission. They're going to go find the boys. Yeah. Well, we go back to the hamster ball, mm-hmm. and they find, like, a caution, like, don't go in. So, of course, what do they do? They go they in. Go in. Yeah. And this is where the first time you see Graham, Gray, completely <laughs> unhappy. Yeah. He's like, you know, we shouldn't be here. Right. Um, He's the voice of reason. We shouldn't be here. We should have gone back. Yeah. Type of and stuff. And then, because... Zach's like, look, there's like, you know, four, four dinosaurs. Because he's just making stuff up. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't know what it is. And he corrects them with whatever the real name of the dinosaurs yeah. were. I don't is remember. Is it this dinosaur? Yeah. We shouldn't be out here, and there's five dinosaurs. Right. And Zach is like, no, and he counts them off. Yeah. And then Grace points at the reflection. Right. And says, no, it's five. Yeah. And that's when we have that first dino fight. Mm hmm. They did such a good job on these special effects. Dude. I know. Like, I know. these are just fantastic. Because this is the first time you really see the whole dinosaur together. Yeah, that's true. So, basically, this thing is taking out these dinosaurs left and right. And the ball's getting smacked around. Oh, yeah. And it ends up slammed into a tree, and the boys are upside down because it's, like, damaged. Yep. And they unhook. Uh, Zach unhooks both of them. Not yet. Oh, really? They're in the ball. All the other dinosaurs are dead. They're waiting for the Indominus to go away. And Zach's like, we're okay. We're fine. Yeah. And then you hear, like, the phone vibrating across yeah. the glass. Yep. And then the Indominus basically tries to break into the ball. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, got a claw hooked in it. And it's, like, slamming it on the ground. And it busts out the back. Which, I'm sorry. Those kids would have been dead. I'd be dead. Yeah. I'd have just peed myself and had a heart attack and just been done. Nice. Um, but that's when he unhooks them and they fall. Right. And then we get another throwback. We actually get two in this scene. One is when they look up and realize the Indominus is just the eyeball looking in at oh, them. Oh, yeah. Like the T-Rex on the Jeep. Right. And then when, in the original, Dr. Grant and little little Tim mm-hmm. are in the Jeep and they like rush down the I street. I think his name was just Tim, not little Tim. I know. <laughs> But they, like, rush down the tree, yeah. and when the jeep falls, they're in where the sunroof was. Right, and all the, the mud and stuff is going in. No, that's um, after that. This is after the jeep is in the tree. Oh, well, whatever. But Grant, like, grabs Tim, and he, like, holds him in place so that when the jeep falls on them, it goes into the sunroof so that they don't get crushed. Right. Well, in the ball, they fall out of the ball. Yeah. And then... Zach, like, grabs Gray and, like, holds him close because when the thing slams the ball back on the ground, it goes right back over them without hurting them. Oh, yeah. It's another thing. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the same movie. <laughs> um, and then, of course, they run away, and they're being chased, and they end up having to jump over a waterfall to get away. Right. So, from there, it cuts back to... And they actually stay under the water for a little bit. Um, they do because Zach the dinosaur is looking hold, for them. Yeah. Yeah. And when they you know, come out, he's like, you jumped, which apparently is a big thing because the, apparently Gray is scared of everything. Well, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I did. Kind of, you know, well, he couldn't believe it either. I feel like Zach pulled him, though. 
Like they he held hands did. and, you know, just they, yeah. right over the edge. Exactly. So from there, it jumps back to Owen and Claire. Now, they find the herd of dinosaurs. Dude. They're all dead. I except know. Except one. All I could think of was freaking Littlefoot finding his dead, his dead mom. I know. Because it was the same dinosaur. Exactly. The brontosaurus. Yes. Yeah. And what got me, though, mm-hmm. it wasn't as large as the one in the original Jurassic Park, but I guess I think it was supposed to be a different species. Well, whatever. I don't know. But this is where Claire sees them as actual living, breathing animals, right. not numbers on a page. Yeah, because they find the one who hasn't died yet, but is dying. Is dying, and there's nothing that they can but do. But yeah, about. all I could think of was, oh shit, it's like when Littlefoot's mom died. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> did you cry? Is, I did not. Wow. The first time I saw it, I might have teared up a little bit. Uh-huh. I still haven't done the countdown of how many of our movies made I know. me cry. I'll we have to, to look that. back and figure it out. <laughs> um, but this is where they use Chris Pratt's character to drop a lot of, like, the ominous, like, move on next lines. Like, yeah. um, you'd need to have a word with your boys in the lab. And then it comes to this part where he's like, it's killing for sport. Right. Because it's killing them, it's not eating anything. Yeah. So, it goes on to where they actually track the boys to the edge of the waterfall. Yeah. They find the ball. Of course. Exactly. Claire's thinking, oh, God, you know. They, they're dead. They're I dead. killed my nephews. My sister's never I love how the, she was telling him, like, you know, you got to, you know, follow the tracks and stuff. And he was. Yes, they're sent. And yeah. he's like, I was raised by the Navy, not the Navajo. Yeah, exactly. Something to that effect. I and love so, that. That's one of my favorite lines in yeah. this movie. And so that's just it. So they track it, you know, to like where, yeah, the kids, you know, they could tell the kids mm-hmm. went over the waterfall. And he just calls them brave kids. Like, yeah. he goes from these almost comedic relief lines to, mm-hmm. like, these really serious lines. But he does it seamlessly. He's just really good at it. Well, and at that part, though, what I like is, is you know, she ends up, you know, because she's been wearing, like, this business suit. She's got heels. Mm-hmm. She's prim and proper yep. and neat. And this is where she, she takes off, you know, the, the jacket and she's got... Like the belt and... She takes all this stuff off and she's pushing up sleeves. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah, she still has her stupid heels on. Which I have to give Bryce Dallas Howard her props. Right? She did a lot of running in this movie mm-hmm. and she did most of it in heels. I know, right? So props to her because I can't even walk in heels without <laughs> breaking an ankle. Exactly. Well, and one thing I liked, though, was that they acknowledged that she had heels. Because some movies... most of the, Almost all of them, they never acknowledge yeah, exactly. it unless it's like the shoe falls off while right. the woman's running away from right. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from there, it actually cuts to the boys who find the original park. Yeah. I like that part so much. The one that was so destroyed. Yep. I know. It comes in and you've got, like, the banner, mm-hmm. which they end up rolling up and using as a torch. Yep. And they're just kind of wandering through. You see the night vision goggles. Yep. You see some of the bones that you were see some of the bones that were that in, um, like when you first walked into the, the visitor original, center. The like, original Tyrannosaurus yeah. skeleton that yep. they had set up in the like, basically where the holograms are in yep. the new park. It's where the bones are in the old part. Yeah. So. Then they come across the old school jeeps. And he's and Zach was like, "Do you remember when we fixed up Grandpa's old Malibu?" Yeah. So now, with, between the genius and the teenager, mm-hmm. there's the new plan. That's what they're going to do. It jumps to Hodgkins. 
Yep. Who is kind of inserted himself in the as much into this as he can right now. It's like, oh, I'm taking over. He's like getting in Mizrani's face. Yep. He's, you know, we need we need to throw the Raptors out there. The Raptors need to be field tested anyway. They can they can stop this thing. Right. And Mizrani shuts him down. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, I'm gonna have to reevaluate your presence within the company and what your project basically fits in morality wise with what we're trying to accomplish. Right. So in other words. His ass is gone, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, they uh, at this point, they are not just closing down sections of the park and bringing mm-hmm. everybody in one place. They're going to start evacuating people. Yeah. Um, Mizrani is deciding that he's going to be the pilot. He's going to fly the guys with uh, the M50 yeah. <laughs> to take this dinosaur out because the other pilot is helping with evacuations. Right. So... Um, what is it? He's getting in the helicopter, and the guy's like, uh, something about a pilot. He's like, it was the we don't girl. need one. Yeah. yeah. It was, and I feel bad because I don't remember her name. I know, and I like I know, her character, too. I know her, the actress name is Lauren Lapkus, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember, I don't remember the her character character's name. name. I don't even know if they said the character's name. Yeah, maybe not. But, um, it cuts from him getting on the helicopter. They're going to go kill the dinosaur. Yeah. The boys actually managed to start the Jeep. Right. And they drive off, and Gray was like, didn't you fail your driving test? And yeah. And like, only the driving part. Yeah. Which is kind of the point of your driving test, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they take off. They're heading back for the safety of the main park. Yeah. And now, have we gotten to where the aviary gets broken into? We're coming up on it okay. quick, yeah. Okay. Um, Claire and Owen get to the old park, and they yeah. realize they've just missed the boys because they can hear the Jeep engine. Yeah. So they walk in, and Owen's like... How did they even get one of these running? And he's like <laughs> digging around stuff and looking at what they did to like get a jeep going. Mm-hmm. And they end up meeting the Indominus. Yeah. Because this thing is like, uh, it sticks its head in the the garage mm-hmm. and like as far as they know they're safe because it goes away and then it breaks through the damn ceiling. Which like duh. Right. <laughs> you know. And that's when Claire and Owen end up running through like the main area. Yeah. Um, that's right. It and they may not even meant to, but it does kind of look like another throwback. Yeah. And I loved the end of them running through the building because Owen stops and like reaches out a hand to help her, mm-hmm. and she just runs past him. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "You're on your own." Owen. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. And then this is where you see Ms. Ronnie. He's talking to the guys. He's like, "Did your general fly to battle with you?" Because apparently his co-pilot's like a veteran. Oh, okay. And then it bumps into, um, it starts firing at the Indominus. It chases it basically, I want to say like into the aviary. Yeah. And that's whenever they all goes. Oh, it all goes to hell. Yeah. Because yeah, all of a sudden, which all the flying critters. I feel like this would have been the perfect opportunity for them to use a pterodactyl, and they didn't do it. Well, they did. They did? Yeah, the flying thing with the long beaks, that's pterodactyl. Oh, well, they were calling it, I thought, something else. I think they were, but there was also the little thing of my nightmare, which was the wing and, like, the T-Rex head. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those things gave me the creeps, right? man. They are not cute animals. No. So, yeah, um, so they escape, mm-hmm. and as people are running, these things are picking them up. And Not just yet, though. There's a couple things that happen first. Um, the helicopter... These things get out, and they basically smash into the helicopter. Mm, that's right. Um, one of the... The guy remaining the gun falls out of the helicopter, 
get swiped away and eaten, basically. Yeah. And then another one of these animals slams into the glass of the helicopter, and its beak, like, pierces the other guy. So he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So now Mizrani's the only guy alive in the chopper, mm-hmm. and he crashes in through the aviary. And Everything blows up. Yep. And then that's, yeah. That's the end of Mizrani. Yeah. And... That's when you see the boys screaming, like, open the gate, let us in, because they're driving up to the park. Right. And these two security guards are just like, well, that's a first. Yeah. Like, not, not <laughs> phased, nothing really no. happening. No. Um, and this is where, like you said, everybody's on the menu. Yeah. These, I call them everyone's on the menu for Angry Birds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Because, yeah, uh, these things are swooping out of no, you know. They're picking people up, up. They're killing people. Which is what they're happens. They're like ripping people apart. Well, and that's what happens to uh, Poor Zara. Zara. I have to tell you, for a minor character, she has the most memorable death. That's true. Because first she gets jacked by a pterodactyl. Yep. And it drops her. And she gets picked up by another one. And then it drops her in the water where the mimosasaur is. Yeah. And then you see him, like, like almost... Um, like falcon diving into the water mm-hmm. like uh, seagulls or something like that do yeah. to catch fish <laughs> and she gets grabbed by another one uh-huh and as it's trying to lift out of the water the mimosasaur pops up and eats everybody i know that was i felt so bad for her i know because she was just having a really crappy day to begin with i know it's like i gotta take care <laughs> of these dumbass kids that aren't paying any attention to me and they're and, not doing what i'm telling yeah, you yeah do, they ditched her yeah they did yeah, so poor Zara. Yeah. That's where her R. story ends. R.I.P. R.I.P. I feel for her. Yeah. But then we have the reunited moment where Claire and Owen finally catch up with Zach and Gray. Yay. And you can see at this point, she's going like full panic mom. Yeah. Where are you? Where did you go? Why didn't you come back? Exactly. Why didn't you answer? Yeah, and then Gray's like, who's that? Yeah. Because her and Owen have already kissed because she just saved his butt from yeah. one of the nightmare bird things. Right. And she's like, oh, we work together. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't unring that bell. No. Babe. That's no. not happening. <laughs> um, and then it flips to, you know, Owen's like, we cannot stay here, people. Yeah. So they get on the move, and it jumps back to the central hub with Hotchkins and the nerds. Yeah, this is whenever he finds out Hotchkins is now all of a sudden in charge. Yeah, he walks in taking over. He brings in all his guys. Yep. Um, all the dangerous stuff. And he's basically getting the green light. Yeah. To use the raptors, which is what they Claire finds out when she calls Larry and she's, I don't know what she was asking for. Yeah. But, he, oh, she was like, you know, we're coming back. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy guy's here. Yeah. And he's taking everything over. He's going to use the raptors to try and get the Indominus. And that's when you see Owen, like, lose his shit. He's well, like, yeah. what? Yeah. So... This is just Hotchkins just blowing his ego out of the water. He thinks this is the best thing since sliced bread. He's going to prove he's right. He's going to have another, like, unbreakable bond with another animal. He doesn't realize these animals just look at him like lunch. Exactly. And Owen realizes there's no way out of it. He's already got the green light from everybody. They're screwed. (laughs) So he jumps on the wagon because if he's got, like, one hand on the wheel, he can at least kind of steer the right. car. So he sets up the plan, and he makes it very clear, you know, do not shoot my animals. We have one target. Exactly. And 
Claire puts the boys in a truck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this looks safe. I love it right? how, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to be put, in the put front. Put your seatbelts on. Put your seatbelts on and hold happens, hands. like, the size of the boxes and there's nothing. Yeah. And then she's like, well, then just hold, hold hands. hands. And you see Gray, like, tapping Zach. Like, yeah. come on, she said, hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have this whole conversation about how Zach is telling him we will always be brothers. Which right. they kind of started this. You know, Zach kind of started this dialogue when they mm-hmm. were fixing up the Jeep because he's like, you know, it's not out there. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Here, you take this. You're stronger than me. And this is where he becomes like big brother Zach. Kind of like, you know, whatever happens with mom and dad, we have each other. We'll always be brothers yeah. is what he says. Yeah. And this is where you find out, you know, when they were younger, Zach was a pretty good big brother. Yeah. He like, you know stop the monster in the closet or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's what i mean like over time i think because little guy was the genius yeah zach got kind of pushed to the back and he got a little resentful about it which i can completely understand (laughs) but this is where he kind of realizes okay this is still my my baby brother yeah um then we run into the field test Mm -hmm. this is where once again an egomaniac has the shit hit the fan. Exactly. So the raptors are doing, like, the scent drill. They're trying to find this thing. Right. They corner it, and then all of a sudden this thing starts, like, raptor barking at the raptors. And that's whenever they realize that it's part mm-hmm. raptor. Everyone's like, this they're is why they don't want to tell me what it is. Yeah, because they're communicating yeah, to each other. Raptor. Yep. And... Then it becomes a situation. I like the imagery they did where, like, all of the raptors stare at Owen. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he was the alpha, and now he's not anymore. Exactly. And he makes that very clear, and he's like, everybody watch your back. Yeah. And then, of course, everything starts eating everything. Right. Um, that leads us into the chase. So, over, you know, over the course of everything, all these guys are getting at. Um, I think we lose one raptor to, like, a bomb or something. In one of the grasslands. Yeah. And then there's three of them left. Yeah. So the Indominus just kind of goes off and does his own thing. (laughs) He's like, hey, you guys handle this problem for me. I'm going to go eat that thing. Yeah. You know. And so the the black guy, who is Owen's assistant, is in this hollowed out log because he's trying not to get eaten. Right. And Owen basically distracts Blue long enough so that she chases him and leaves this dude alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which I still don't know how he got back <laughs> yeah. to any safety whatsoever. Do right. we even see him again? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing him again yeah. after that yeah. in the movie. I mean, I'm sure he survived somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it starts this whole dinosaur car chase thing. Yeah. Because, you know, everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Claire's watching on the tablet. The boys are watching through the window after she told them not to. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, like... Slams the window shut, and then the guy runs up and, like, bloody hand on the window. Yeah, and then she takes off. Get out of here! Yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah, books it out of there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the back doors are, like, swinging open. Well, he opened them. Oh, that's because right. Because he was trying to get into the truck, but he got pounced on by a raptor first. Yeah. So now they're flying down the highway. Um, yeah. Or whatever road they're on. Right. And the boys are just throwing stuff out the back because they're yeah, trying they're to Yeah, they're throwing stuff out of the back, and then they find... It almost looks like a... Oh, what are like they a called? taser spear. It's like, like what a, the, yeah. the soldiers before, the non-lethal stuff they yeah. were trying to use. Exactly. So this, yeah, this raptor's trying to get in, so they mm-hmm. take that, get him with it, and There's he goes... There's another throwback. Oh, yeah. Because in the first one, it's a little bit flipped. 
um, Lex and Tim are in the Jeep and they're trying to turn off the flashlight. Yeah. And then you see Zach and Gray trying to turn on the spear, but they're kind of in the same position. True. And they've got that same frantic energy because they're about to get eaten. Yeah. So it's kind of, I saw that as another throwback to the original. But nice. spicier. So they end up tasing the one. Mm-hmm. First off, which one came through the driver's side window? Was it the same one? <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like it, it's like jacked through the window and she's like screaming at the top of right. her legs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was the same one or if that was a different one. I want to say she killed one. Yeah. No, she didn't because it came back later. Yeah. She slammed it into a tree, I think. But it apparently lived. So once the chase kind of calms down, they're like, they said something about telling their mom. She's like, no, please, God, don't tell you. Yeah. 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 Uh, We get to the mad scientist. He's now with Hodgkins, and you find out they've been in cahoots this whole time. Right. He's been designing weapons for Hodgkins under the guise of creating a cooler dinosaur. Yeah. Well, they're trying to pack up all the embryos and stuff. Yeah, he's telling them, you know, pack everything up. They can last. going. Yeah. Yeah. They can last like six to eight weeks or something like that. On the generator. And Hodgkin's like, no, you don't understand. This place is done. There's going to be lawyers involved by morning. Right. You know, they're going to see a bunch of stuff they don't get. Yeah. Um, Which is basically him just trying to cover his butt. They start evacuating all of the hub personnel. Larry the hero... The nerd gets shot down by the girl, which I thought yeah. was really... I was like, aw. It kind of played off this really cool, awkward moment, because <laughs> it would. Right. And then Claire, Owen, and the kids end up back at headquarters. Mm-hmm. So they're running through. They go to the lab, and they see, like, the panel that's always been kind of closed, because anytime you see the scientist with the panel, he's, like, putting in a code, and, like, it's really secretive. Yeah. So they go in there and they're seeing like all of this weird stuff like a spine sample and, you know, reptiles and like chameleon, like all kinds of different yeah. things in here. And they end up cornering Hodgkins because she sees them loading up the last of like the yeah. embryo thing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he gets in, once again starts preaching about how, you know, these are going to be... You know, the next thing, this is our next big weapon. We can control them. We can do whatever we want with them. And then he gets eaten because yeah. Blue shows up. <laughs> yep. He's like, I'm on your side. We have a bond. And she basically, like, <laughs> eats the arm he's trying to pet her Yeah, with. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Blue <clears throat> takes no shit. Blue takes no shit. I yeah. love her. Yep. So they're running out because they don't want to get eaten, too. Yeah. And I thought it was cool when they were running through that main lobby area. The kid hit the button that turned on the hologram. Yeah. And so the ah. reactor's like reacting, reacting to yeah. like the scary like fringed lizard thing. Yeah. Um, Which was also a throwback to the first. Also a throwback to the original. Yeah. Yes. And then we have I have Dino versus Hollow. Then we've got all three of the Raptors that are left. Yeah. I don't know which one's which except for Blue. Well, I I want to say that there was Charlie was still... So it was Blue, Charlie, and I can't remember what Maybe the, Delta? May, Either sounds, Delta or Echo. I think, yeah, I want to say it was Delta. Probably. But, yeah. Let's just Del- keep it simple. And yeah. <laughs> we just know Blue for sure. <laughs> yeah. So they're kind of surrounding these guys. And Owen kind of reaches up, and he just, like, unclips the camera. Yeah. Unless it just fall to the ground. And then he realizes, okay, we're, we're okay now. Mm-hmm. 
Kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. not 100% as, great. As okay as you can be. <laughs> exactly. And then the Indominus shows up. Of course. And you see Blue, like, look at the big dinosaur and look at Owen. And then she goes after the Indominus mm-hmm. and it gets thrown into a building. Yep. And then the other two raptors attack as well. At the same time. At yeah. the same time. So now we've got our second big big dino fight yeah where it's like animal on animal and they're just like beating each other up the raptors are losing yeah and so i think this is where claire runs off on her own Mm -hmm. she's got the kids kind of cornered down in a store yeah it's like stay yeah stay here amid gunfire and like roaring she's like it's gonna be fine yeah and then she leaves them yeah it's like no it's not fine i know like do you know how much you know freaking uh therapy i'm gonna need after all this right and so she is on the walkie-talkie as she's running because little guy like you said he's like we need more teeth yeah so she's on with larry because he decided to stay no matter even with the evacuations because somebody had to yep and she's like open paddock nine He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Kind of. He's like, that's a bad idea, lady. Yeah. And she, of course, makes it personal. Be a man for once in your life. I know. It's like, you bitch. (laughs) Right? But he does it. And that's when you realize when she likes the flair, Mm -hmm. what dinosaur she's gone back to get. That's right. Side note, if that was the dinosaur she went back to get, that thing would have overtaken and eaten her ass. Well, yeah. So fast. She's not that fast, and she's still in heels, too. Yeah, I know, right? So. I almost feel like she should have just (laughs) taken the heels off. It would have made more sense. Yeah. And I think at one point she did lose the heels. I think she did. I thought she was running barefoot by the time she got back. That's true. I think she was. So. So good for her. Good for her. Um, So she basically runs, and she throws the flare at the Indominus, mm-hmm. and she yells at Chris Pratt and the boys because he, at that point he was in the shop with them and this yeah. thing was trying to get to him. Right. Which if it can break through a stone ceiling, it can tear apart a souvenir shop. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it gets this claw in Gray's uh, fanny pack, which yeah. props to the fanny pack. Yeah, I know, right? Like, Bring that I miss back. those babies. I know. But they're just not cool anymore. They were, they were never cool. They were never cool, but yeah. I wish they would have been. Yep. So... She yells at them to run, which they do. And then we have the T-Rex versus the Indominus. We got the old school versus, versus the, the new, new school. school. Yep. Yes. This was like the scene I was waiting for for this whole movie. Yeah. It was like, bring back the old T-Rex. I know. And with that fight, the one thing CGI couldn't quite capture, mm-hmm. because there would have been no way to do it because of the lighting. It was supposed to be at night. No, that's true. If this had been a fight fight, there would have been blood everywhere. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, they're huge animals. And they're, like, cutting the crap out of each other. Yeah. So, these guys are just going at it head to head. And then T-Rex kind of gets to where he's waning and he's losing. Yeah. And then we hear Blue come back. Yeah. I was like, Which oh, her rapture blue. squeak is so anticlimactic. Oh. But she's <laughs> but so she's cute, so though. For a seven-foot killer dinosaur? Absolutely. Yeah. So, she jumps back into the brawl. Right. So, now it's... They do some really cool stuff yeah. with the CGI when they do this because it's like chewing on the Indominus and then it hops on the T-Rex's back for a minute for a piggyback ride. Yeah. And then it goes back to the Indominus. <laughs> and I just, I like how they did that. Well, and what I thought was interesting was in the original, it was mm-hmm. ended up being the T-Rex versus the Velociraptor. And now, now they're teaming, they're teaming up. up to take on the new big guy. Exactly. Yep. I saw that too. Yep. So, 
they're fighting and they basically get the mimosas, not the mimosas, excuse me, uh, the Indominus kind of backed up against the mimosasaurs and yeah, exhibit. And they, yeah. You don't realize which exhibit it is until the mimosasaur pops her ass up out of the water. Dude. And gets a hold of the Indominus. Okay, so props to the T-Rex, but I will say I think the VIP is the Momosaurus. Momosasaurus, Mimos- yeah. whatever. I think of it like a drink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Momosasaurus. Yeah. That's like the best deus ex machina. I did not say that correctly. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like that act of God resolution to okay. the story where something comes out of left field. Gotcha. Okay. That's the best. Yeah. That's the, and they did it in a way where it wasn't like, what the hell happened? It's one of those, oh, moments yeah, instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this thing grabs the Indominus by the neck and, like, pulls, pulls it, it underwater. Yep, and it's that's it. Dead. Yep. Well, on its way. Yeah. <laughs> so you look around. Um, the Well, the park's obviously... The park is the obviously park is destroyed. Yeah. yeah, it's done. Yeah. The T-Rex kind of looks at the raptor and then just walks off. Yeah. Because like, at that okay, point... I'm going to go check out the rest of my turf now. Yeah. Because that's just it. You're kind of wondering. It's like, okay, are they going to try and eat each other? Are they turning on each other? Exactly. And then, like you said, the and T-Rex like, just kind of like leaves. All right, you're cool. And he like, yeah. I'm going to go scout my new turf. Yep. And then Blue turns around and looks at Owen. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of interesting and kind of a reach of a moment when he, like, shakes his head and then she runs off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how would she know? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, to be fair, the whole movie is about, you know, dinosaurs existing today. Exactly. It's a bit of a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> um, but basically, Blue runs off into the fire-lit horizon. Yeah. <laughs> And it cuts to the rescue shelter. Yeah. Where Owen, Claire, and the boys are all sitting together. Yeah. And the boys' parents show up. Yeah. They're both like, I have to give props. Even the dad was like in tears. Yeah. Which I thought that's like a genuine reaction that a dad would of have. Of course, yeah. None of this stiff upper lip crap. He's like bawling as much as his wife is. Meanwhile, I'm looking around at like all the injured people, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, the lawsuits. So oh, yeah, the park so is many done. lawsuits. The park is done. Like I said, unless there was a, some sort of waiver mm-hmm. type thing that they had to sign. It was on the back of the... I'm telling you, they put a disclaimer <laughs> on the back of a ticket. Yeah. And then, of course, to end the film, the last scene we get is the last throwback. Yeah. The T-Rex is on the helipad of the resort. <laughs> and roaring into the horizon. Yes. End scene. End scene, yes. And they didn't do... A post-credit scene, which kind of surprised me, because movies this big anymore, there's always a post-credit. Oh, I didn't even think about it. But they did also, they'd already kind of set up for the sequel. Right. When when uh, Dr. Wu got away with the embryos mm-hmm. in the helicopter. Which I still need to, like, watch and stuff, which is kind of funny, because I have it. I just haven't watched <laughs> just it. You haven't watched it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty decent. I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. Because after we saw the first one, when I saw the sequel coming out, I'm like, okay, someone's going with me to see it. We're doing it. Yeah. And you weren't around for some reason. Yeah. I and don't know. so I was like, I literally called my mom and I'm like, hey, put your shoes on. I'm coming home early. And we went to the movie. Nice. She just kind of got in the car with me and took yeah. off. So I know you have found some trivia and interesting facts about this one. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of them. So. What you got for me? 
All right, so New Orleans has an abandoned Six Flags theme park, which has been used for other movie productions. Um, the filmmakers create a 300-foot by 200-foot main street and boardwalk in the amusement park's abandoned parking lot. Uh, they shot on the That's set. Awesome. I know. Because <laughs> we're going to New Orleans in I know. a couple of months. They shot on the set for two and a half uh, weeks. Dang. So, yeah. Um, let's see. There's a statue of the character John Hammond, the founder of the InGen Corporation and Jurassic Park. Uh, mm-hmm. Director Colin Trevorrow explained this is to specifically honor Sir Re- uh, Richard Attenborough, who played the role in Jurassic Park and the Lost mm-hmm. World Jurassic Park. Attenborough had spoken in the past of the possi- of uh, possibly making another appearance in the franchise, but his failing health it made it highly uncertain. And then, of course, he had passed away in uh, 2014. Mm, right before the movie came out. Because this came out in 2015. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Hammond is implied to have died prior to the events of the movie, mm-hmm. evidently writing Attenborough's death into the franchise as well. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know me and Google. So, I got to thinking. Because, you know, with this movie and the whole hubris thing and, like, controlling nature aspect... And then the sequel, which actually involved, like, them getting out and away from the island Mm -hmm. at some point. I'm not going to say if they were successful or not, but that's what they were going for. (laughs) It got me wondering about invasive species. Because, like you said, what if dinosaurs were alive today? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. I actually kind of looked it up, and I found this really interesting. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. The zebra mussel is about the size of a fingernail. Okay. It was originally from Eurasia. So, like, Russia and, like, that side of Europe. But it has ended up in the Great Lakes, and it is invasive because it's, like, filtering filtering and consuming algae that other animals need to live. Mm -hmm. And then they get built up so bad on, like, power plant intakes that they literally have to pay people to go in and dig these suckers off and chip them off like barnacles on a boat. Yeah. This thing is the size of your fingernail, Mm -hmm. and that's what it's doing to the Great Lakes. Right. Can you imagine an animal the size of a dinosaur (laughs) running around, like... Your neighborhood or, like, right. the plains. Like, it would decimate an entire ecosystem, oh, yeah. hands down. Definitely. The other one that popped up when I looked up invasive uh, invasive species is mm-hmm. what fish called the snakehead. Huh. So this is an Asian fish. Right. This thing has the capacity to basically hold its breath and hop on land and wibble-wobble to the next puddle and have more babies. Ugh. Yeah. That's so scary. So it has actually been found in the... Um, ecosystems of the Potomac and South Florida. South Florida, that species weighs in on average about 14 pounds. God. They are highly aggressive. They are carnivorous. Ugh. And they're like, they're basically tearing apart the ecosystems down there as we speak because they're eating all the other fish. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's scary. They don't have any natural predators in these areas. That's why they proliferate like they do. Yeah. Because um, all they do is, you know, eat, spread, and make more babies. Mm-hmm. So, a 14-pound fish and a muscle the size of your thumbnail. Yeah, the amount of damage. The amount of damage let that alone, does all its own. Yeah. Let alone an entire island of dinosaurs escaping. <laughs> right. Like, we'd be done. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> We're sure. no longer on top of the food chain. So, I'm curious. Did mm-hmm. you have a favorite dinosaur, like, when you were a kid? The long necks. I really? was a Land Before the Time kid. Not all the sequels that were just crap. Well, of course. But, like, the original Land Before Time. Yeah, so Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus, yep. See, for me, my favorite was the Triceratops. 
I liked the Triceratops, <laughs> but the the Brontosauruses were always like my go-to dinosaur. Yeah. And then when Power Rangers came out, I was a pterodactyl kid for a while. Oh, that's true. Because I loved the Pink Ranger when I was. Maybe little. that's why I was because I was a Yellow Ranger fan, and she was the Triceratops. No, she wasn't. Oh, that's true. The blue guy was. The blue guy was, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was the saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out Power Rangers if you can. Right? The original, none of the stupid sequel crap. The remake they did was actually pretty on point. Yeah. We're watching it. Just no. letting you know. Not like next week, but eventually. <laughs> um, the other thing I Googled was gene splicing. Oh, jeez. And I looked it up just because that's how this whole movie gets started. Right. That's creepy as shit. Well, yeah. They're like, oh, all the medical stuff you can do with it. But, yeah, what if you get one crazy dude like Dr. (laughs) Wu? That's how it always goes, too. It's always some crazy person. And, like, look at movies like Morgan, Splice, like, stuff where they actually input this whole gene splicing thing. Right. They're creepy as hell. Yeah. So, gene splicing... Is basically cutting DNA and inserting something else, or like gene editing is what mm. they're calling it now. No thanks. Yeah, pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Yep. Um, what else do I have? Oh, 2015 release. This movie was made by with about $150 million budget. Okay. Which I get, because the CG was yeah. huge, the sets were huge, and the actors they hired were not like nobody's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh... It turned out to be just fine because they made $1.672 billion at the box office. Oh, wow. So somebody made some money. Yeah. And then, of course, the actors. Chris Pratt, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, I want to say came out before this. It did. And I want to say, I almost want to say they were within like the same year. I think so. So he was a busy, busy dude. Yeah. Parks, <laughs> you know, he was well known too for Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I met, I didn't meet. I came across Chris Pratt way back when he was on Everwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's how long ago, like, I've been a fan of his. I wasn't, yeah. like, an avid fan, but I knew I liked him. Right. Didn't even know he was on Parks and Rec until I looked him up on YouTube and I saw some of the outtakes, which, by the way, the Kardashian outtake, all I'm going to say, it's hilarious. Really? Yes. Nice. YouTube. That was That was whenever he had dad bod. Before yes. he had, you know... Before he got, like, Marvel rich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, of course, he's just shot into Star Wars oh, right yeah. now. He's a really faithful guy. Did you know that? Yeah. Like, very religious, yep. very in point. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, of course. I recognized her the most before this movie from uh, the Twilight movies. Right. Because she played the red-headed vampire for uh-huh. a little while. And I know she's done other stuff, but... Now, this one is the main movie I recognize mm-hmm. her from. Um, the guy who played Grey was a guy named Ty Simpkins. Yep. Uh, Insidious. Up. Insidious is one of his big ones. This was one of his big ones. And, of course, he played Harley in Iron Man 3. Oh, that's right. Because you know me. If there's a Marvel connection, <laughs> right. I'm going to make it. Yeah. Um, and I actually saw his most recent like headshot that he's got on IMDb. Fix the hair. Yay. So, he looks like... You know, less like a baby and more like an actual adolescent now. So that right. was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, of course, Nick Robinson was... Um, Zach. Zach. The only... He's done a bunch of stuff, but the only thing I've really seen... Um, and I haven't seen the movie itself, but I've seen, like, the previews and heard about it, was a Netflix called Simon. Oh, okay. I'm I don't know yeah. what it's about. I just recognize yeah. it. Like, I've seen it somewhere before. I just haven't seen the, the project. Yeah. And then, of course, um, the guy who played Hodgkins, of course, has 
was it Vincent D'Onofrio? Oh, yeah. I believe is what his name is. Uh, he was in oh, Law was... and Order, Criminal Intent. He was in The Cell. He's been in all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He's had a pretty long list for himself as well. So shall we give it a rating? Okay. What do you want to use to rate this one? Do you want to do T-Rexes? No. No. <laughs> I'd rather either do... Um, Do we want to do hamster ball? Sure. <laughs> I'll give it, I'm going to give it four and a half uh, hamster balls. I'd say four and a half is fair. There's a couple yeah. of things that are like plot holes, but well, the, I agree. The whole thing is a plot hole. Let's be real. I know. I mean, you know. If you're going to stick to canon, you got to follow it all the way through. Okay. But now, going through this, I do have a question for you. Okay. Do you see what I mean when I say it's the same movie? Yeah. I mean, I okay. definitely see, you know, similarities and stuff. So. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you... I look at it, I'm like, it's a group of adults. There's two kids. Everybody's running from the killer mm-hmm. dinosaur. That's true. <laughs> and now that I think about it, the Triceratops and the original repl- ended... Or the Brontosaurus in this one replaced the Triceratops in the first one. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. Where she was laying there, you know, sick and mm-hmm. possibly dying from the the berries whatever or whatever. Whatever it ate, yeah. Yeah. So that's just awesome. Yeah. So uh, what movie are we doing uh, for next time? Next week we are checking out Swordfish with John Travolta and Hugh Jackman and Holly Berry. Okay. And probably a couple of other actors that I recognize but don't <laughs> know because I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check us out um, online. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to throw this out there. Anybody that reviews us, you know, we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. So cool beans. Yeah. All right. So I'm Nikki. I'm Laura. And this has been Breakdown from the Couch. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.